And they can have my things when we're dead But we are Boys cast episode here episode 69 plus one 69 plus one so it's still noise (laughs) but a little less noise yeah not quite as nice right before i uh got here i ran today dude I've seen this a ton of times, but that girls don't know how to run. <laughs> I know this sounds ridiculous out of the gate, but you know how bitches be running. <laughs> girls, ne- girls never learn. These bitches never learn to run. <laughs> bitches be running. <laughs> so I'm on the track, and she's running. Okay, you know how you run on the track? No, 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 on the path. But you know uh, how she. Uh, her feet don't touch at the same time, so she's running like she's jumping. She's she's like hopping? one leg up, one leg up, one yeah. It's like you're hopping, right? Yeah. And then she starts taking Instagram stories of herself oh, running the whole time. Yeah, well, that's you just I'm figure like, out her motive. She wasn't in it for yeah, but you never learned to run. <laughs> of all the things, it's it's like seeing a guy in the pool and he's just like splashing around. Yeah. But then he starts filming himself. Then she never learned to run. That's like if you ever hear about an adult like drowning in a pool, and you're like, I get like the ocean or something. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. You're like, you just can't live you never learned to swim but it's like not even swim we're not asking you to do lengths you're just not dying <laughs> like you don't have that basic cert- like you know like you ever see that thing where it's like uh, they'll drop a baby in the like seems pretty crazy but like the a, baby a new out. baby and they drop it face first in the water and then the baby figures out how to turn yeah, you have over. to actively not know how to swim yeah you have-, <laughs> you have to actively be trying to die essentially i guess it's like well i don't know if you saw it because if base fauci was a hit but um so Base Fauci was in the news and just like uh, not, reality, not being very base, though. No, he was being kind of well, pe- people always uh, he, he was more evil Fauci in the news because, yeah. you know, base Fauci is, you know what he's, you know, the kind of stuff, stuff this dog's up to. <laughs> but in the so the clip I watched, and if you saw it, he essentially comes out and he was like, he goes, anyone who disagrees with me is disagreeing with science because I am science. <laughs> he, like, <laughs> I am the science. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it, I am the law. But yeah, that's I what it is. He goes, I, you know, you want to talk science? I am the science. <laughs> and he goes, they're clowns. He goes, any attack on me is an attack on science. Yeah. It's kind of, you know what? It's one of those things because they always talk about, you know, every good one has their group. Like if you're a woman, you go, if you attack me, you attacked woman. Uh-huh. You might as well be punching a woman in the face if you have anything bad to say about me. But then he <laughs> he found his niche to be a victim. He attached himself to science. I mean, I will say <laughs> that some of the people who are anti-Fauci, you go, what is your beef with him? And they go, I hate COVID. What are, what are you talking about? What do you like, mean? like some people who are like the, you, if you like, I'm not saying he has, there's a legitimate beast, but some people's like beefs are like, they just hate COVID. Oh, they think and he, he was it. the bearer. He was the bringer of bad news. Well, he's it's like, the, don't shoot the messenger. They're literally just like, fuck the messenger. Sure. Like, but he's such a baloney factory. Yeah. I, there's, I've never <laughs> <laughs> you talking to your dad much recently. <laughs> this guy is a fucking Turkey. This guy is a factory of baloney. And he, you know, it's always that thing where every three months he's, I mean, we don't even go into the contradictions. Walking contradiction. (laughs) So he, but anyways, I just thought that's so funny. It's, you know, it's the same thing anyone does. Like you attack me, you were attacking the Chinese. Yeah, totally. You know, you bring it in. But him, he goes, anyone who says anything bad about me, you might. Anti-science. 
you might as well be dick slapping science. Let's go. Hey, Fauci, I uh, saw your wife with a bit of a shiner there. He goes, wait, you don't like science? <laughs> That's what it is. He goes, yeah, my, my wife was talking shit about science. <laughs> the cops show up. Remember? Turns out my wife's uh, eye socket's a little bit anti-science That was there. actually crazy. Remember in the 90s? Um, on SNL, they used to do sketches about Bill and Hillary Clinton, but it was cops, and there was like cops were showing up for like a domestic okay. assault at fucking the Clintons' house, and it was literally <laughs> like uh, Bill Clinton would have a shiner. This is like ninety two. Oh, he, and she would, yeah, 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 and she would be bit. beating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fa- Fauci shows up and his, he brings his girl. Ah, she fell down the the stairs. Uh, <laughs> being anti science, <laughs> yeah, science pushed her down the stairs. How's gravity, bitch? <laughs> yeah. She didn't believe in gravity, and then she goes to fucking fly her down the yeah, stairs. Science, but I, that was my old joke about anyone who said they had fibromyalgia, because basically fibromyalgia is like a made-up thing for girls. that They'll, they'll go, um, I'm just always in pain a little bit, and you do, they never can explain exactly what. <laughs> yeah. If you ever ask someone what fibromyalgia is, and you'll get these insane answers. Yeah, right? yeah. They go, oh, it's like a, mi- it's like a sort of a mix, a mixed disease. It's like a bunch of them all combined. It's so funny. It's once. like they had a cure. But for- I'm always in pain. Yeah, they had a cure for COVID in a week, and they can't figure out what fibromyalgia is. Well, they don't know what it is because it's made up of. The, I, the yeah. joke was always a bunch of guys at the at the hospital with their wives who were all like beat up, and it's always like, oh, you're fibromyalgia. <laughs> yeah. Up again. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, fibromyalgia, but that's yeah. That's about uh, science pushed her down the stairs there. Yeah, yeah. science. Uh, science didn't really like her talking uh, her to her friend late night on the phone there yeah, about this lab leak theory. <laughs> so yeah, not he's, a fan. he's 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 not based Fauci. He's more evil Fauci. Evil Fauci. Uh, you, Can we get I him am, like little devil horns? Yeah, I am the science. You know, like those like girl like the little devil things you get. We get a little mini one. I think them. you think that's been done. Someone made a. Uh, a no, I'm a, saying we get one. You no, know, but I I'm I'm saying to you, do you think that's been covered? I've been I've been talking about the Anthony Weiner thing, and I yeah. go, uh, guy, uh, you know, last name Weiner sent dick pics. Did any comedians cover <laughs> that? Did that get any play? I've been saying anybody... that on stage. <laughs> did, did that come up? Did late night mention that perhaps? <laughs> But uh, so I've been ha- I've been having a very big Hollywood's uh, full of baloney to put it in terms that you yeah. don't like. But I like the term full of baloney. It's just fun. Because well, <laughs> oh, so I was arguing about and that's what there's a bunch of Hollywood stuff. And then I want to talk about this, uh, the Lockheed Martin thing this episode. But I've been loving the so I, this is the argument I was having because I've been in. I don't know if you want to say show business, but entertainment since I was pretty young, yeah. you know, since I was 18 or so. Right. And since you were legal, since I was legal. Yeah. But even then, before that, I was in the game. But I, I would say that I, I'd say that it's the equivalent of calling an open mic or uh, in entertainment. I wasn't in entertainment and entertainment adjacent. Yeah. yeah. But so what happened was I was arguing with fucking that Anthony Weiner, like his his chick stayed with him during all the dick pic stuff, mm-hmm. right? And the art, I was talking to my girl, and she goes, she's like, oh, I felt so bad for her. This is kind of the gist. Like, oh, you can see her pain in the thing. I go, but they're filming. I'm like, so the- Oh, in the dock. Yeah, these Hollywood people, I, I know them too well. Mm-hmm. And I know, I go, what a coincidence that when she finally did leave him was the moment his political career was completely over. She had way more of a career than him. But that's what I mean. So, yeah. But even when it was happening, she basically, what happened was he sent all the dick pics, got busted. His hog was just too nice. He couldn't, you know, he couldn't <laughs> not show it. 
He didn't want to send his dick out. He just had a perfect stick. He had nothing. He had no choice, yeah, right? Yeah, They're yeah, like, Anthony, I love your political opinion. Plus, he just got, was he sending him on Snapchat? Um, he was sending them uh, through Facebook. All, he couldn't stop. Yeah, so he was like doing it in the totally like stupid boomery way. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just it's phenomenal. Facebook. It's it's. I mean, every, again, everyone yeah, yeah. knows all this, but I watched the documentary, and the funny part to me is, so she's with him, and she's obviously doesn't want to be in the dock or whatever, right? Yeah. But I'm like, so she agreed to be in this documentary. She's staying with him, and then it comes out. In the doc, she's like, well, she has her advisors that are advising her what to do. And she's like, okay, I'm not going to be at this specific thing. And her advisors are Hillary Clinton's advisors. Of course. So she's like Hillary's person. Yeah. And she's and she was advised to stay with him through this because, she, you know, obviously at first she's with him because this guy might be the president. Mm-hmm. Is there literally a TV show about this and that happened in real life? What ha- what happened uh, in the TV show? So no. Married it, with children? No, he didn't run but, for president. And <laughs> no, uh... Fuck the dude who ran for president, and then he got busted cheating on his wife with uh, the guy from North Carolina. Got busted cheating on his wife. Uh, I could uh, Edwards House John, of cards? John Edwards. No, 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 no. He got busted cheating on his wife, and his wife stayed. I think there's like this a TV show got made based off of this thing where she okay. stuck with him through a basically a dude who's running for president, and then gets right. pop cheating while running for president. Interesting. Well, I understand. Like you know, people fucking get caught cheating all the time, and they stay with the dude. Like that's yeah, not, yeah. That's this not is not the issue. But my point, the whole thing. I'm like, I feel like I know these, like Hollywood politician types so much that I go, I know this is a move. Oh, for sure. Like, like literally, the her PR person goes, okay, so you're going to cry not too much. It we, really we is. We don't need you. Like, we want to cry like a seven. And she it's goes, it's like watching. And, and she goes like this, and you go, yeah. no, a little more. And he goes like, and you go perfect. Just yeah. cry that much. It's like when you watch the reality TV shows and people are like, "Oh my god!" Like I can't believe that. I go, "I've been on a reality. T- I know it's fake." Yeah, of course. I've been on one. You know what I mean? How, and how was the doc, by the way? It's pretty sick. It's good. Yeah, recommend. It's okay. it's like hilarious. Right. It, it shows how much of a I'm. I can't believe this guy made the doc because you watch <laughs> you watch it and the whole time he's like. Yeah, okay, so he's having interviews with his publicist or whatever, and they go, okay, they're going to ask about this. What should we say? And he goes, what did we say last time? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He'll be like, what is our stance on, uh, you know, minimum wage? He goes, what did we say in that last interview? I think we said we want to raise it, but maybe later. Like, Yeah, it just so, like scum. But they show this. Yeah, yeah. You, you think he would be like, well, the cameras are, you know, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, oh, oh uh, like, what's. Like, he, he's kind of like, how can we lie in this interview? You go, but you're forgetting you're doing one also now. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, he so might good. as well be in the politics interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's... Being like, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, hey, did you remember what I... Hold on. Let me look up on my phone what I said last time. So the whole thing's like a bag of bullshit. And then his wife's in on the fucking heist. So, but then afterwards, when the heist is over, like this guy's going to jail. Yeah. So she's distancing herself. How and much jail time did you do? I think he did like a year and a half. Crazy. And this is after like the fourth. I heard he's, uh, you know, he's like selling an NFT of the dick pic now. He is. Yeah. It just announced like Based. this week. He goes, he's like, he's like, I don't know if he is for sure, but he's like, he basically saying there, there might be an NFT of the dick pic. Really? Yeah. For sale. Even though That's you're like, dude, point. it's like, and if you should have done this like two months ago, so know what I was looking up. If that person did a scumbag, Sam, the dick pic. Um, oh, what are you, what are you doing there? Okay, I was I was looking. My thing's cranked. I was looking at if the guy who made who was scumbag uh, scumbag Steve, Steve. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. I couldn't find it because I have an idea for a sketch, which is the guy that invented when you nutted, but she's still sucking. 
and, like, his, and his, it's like while he's fucking that's happening, he goes, this could be of quite the meme. Well, then, yeah, they had to have teeth. Yeah, so no, 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 that's exactly. No, but he was in the process. Everything was memes for him. So you interview his wife and like a meme expert, yeah. but he's never been able to reclaim the gore- glory. Like he has all these other oh, yeah, yeah, still yeah, sucking paste memes. Like when she, when you, you know, busted, but she's still thrust in and it just none of them hit. That yeah. and he's always his wife. The big Jane him. changer is when he changed it to two C's too. He goes, it's like CK, <laughs> like didn't really yeah. hit, but he's like, when I changed it to sucking with two C's. That's when it really so that was off. making me laugh. The guy that invented <laughs> when you nut him but still sucking, but like he's still chasing that, you know, he's still chasing the adrenaline. Yeah, he's yeah, never yeah. been able to chase, get that high. But that, so I, I don't buy that. It's not that, like, obviously the reality becomes, re, especially when you're, you know, if these people that are on reality shows, but I go, everything she did was a move. And when, when you're operating 100% in the moves, and honestly, I don't even fucking hate on it so much. Mm-hmm. I just fucking can't watch this and be like, oh, this poor thing. Yeah, I, yeah there's no sympathy. I go, she's with this guy because of a, a political play. Yeah. Now she's leaving him because of a political play. You're just watching House of Cards, basically, like the documentary real yeah. life House of Cards. It We're- sucks that this happened to her in the sense that like, it sucks that you're like something happens at your company. Right. Totally. Like it's the kind of like sociopath where like she has to go like her, her son like acts out and you just go like snap his neck or something, you know, and just like dump his body. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, whoa. And you almost have to be a little bit of a, a sociopath to fucking do those jobs. But that was the same thing. So I don't know if you know uh, who Lana Rhodes is. I've and, heard of her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rode? Yeah. Rhodes with an A. So. This one, there's all this drama, right? And I keep seeing, you know, podcasts cover it, and which is, I guess, what I'm doing right now. But I, what I, my point is, is I'm like, every time I see it, I'm like, you know what you say with women's basketball, where you yeah. go, you're not making me care about this. Yeah, I keep seeing like the, you know, the Lana, drama alert, drama alert. Yeah, like Lana, like Lana Rose, Rose what dated Kevin Gerd- she's Durant. She's pregnant or so, and I go. I know all I know is from the titles because I go, you're not making me click this and yeah, you're not making me fucking believe what Mike, the Mike guy from Logan Paul's podcast fucking. I mean, the only funny thing was you're like, but the fact that they even tried to make a story out of it, they're like, yeah, Kevin Durant went on a date with her and he brought a backup chick. And you're like, okay, he's Kevin Durant. It's yeah. Like, I so mean, you think that's the that. craziest thing? I know guys who are like fucking garbage men who have done that. Like, <laughs> It's like you think it's that crazy? It's not. Yeah. It's like I literally know a guy who's a fucking like a roofer who's done that. I got bust once. I was on a date and I I did stuff. I was like twenty one and I met. I did. I ended up going back to like the van with another chick and then she like caught me. It was like it was it was like a this is out of control. Yeah. 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 You're like this is. And she's like, what the fuck is? You're on a date. Yeah, I was with one chick at the bar and then some other chick that I used to like do stuff yeah, with. Yeah. And then we went to the Figured van. You're just gonna sneak her out to the van. I tried to sneak it out to the van and she was like she was like, dude, what is wrong with you? And I was like, Yeah, that's this that's, is, yeah. I felt awful. I felt I it was it cue, was cue the sad music. But in my mind I'm like rock and roll, you know what right, I mean? Right, but right, I, right. then I when it when it in the reality of it, like in the morning I was just like, Oh I sent a big like a you know, page long apology being like uh, I have an addiction. <laughs> I have an addiction. I go listen. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. You have to go. I'm gay. I don't I know. I guess I'm gay. Yeah, it ended up being fine with the chick. Like it ended up kind of because uh, I think at the time 
the girls like this new one that I was dating, like that's part of the thing that they liked is that I was a wild card. Right. So they were sort of signing up for the wild cardness, but then that fucking, but then they go, Oh, this is this wild card stuff's very real. They were signing up for the rock and roll thing. Right. And then when you get the rock and roll thing, it's, you know, no one's enjoying it. It's like no. the guy doing it. It's like, you yeah, know, it's all, all... The, the skulking and the sneaking. <laughs> it's and... a lot. Yeah. It's like yeah. a lot of skulking and sneaking. sneaking. <laughs> a lot of skulking. Very skulk heavy. Yeah. So the, the thing is, and you go with fucking, the guy who's on the Logan Paul podcast or whatever, who reminds me so much of a Toronto dude. He's very like Toronto entrepreneur bro. And they've all the, hips, they've all, the Queen Street hipster look. Queen right? Street hipster. They've all got some the like neck. crypto scam. They're fucking hawking. You know, yeah, which, yeah. those things are such fucking schemes. Oh, I, I don't even know how people fall for them because basically what they do, well, they get roped in. A, I mean, I get, of course I know, but it, it when you see people doing those ones, you know, it's one thing. All these guys on the internet. You essentially create a brand and sell stuff. And I mean, I get it. It allows you to have money to do what you actually want to do. And, you know, you got to figure out how to fucking monetize what you're doing. But then those ones where you're like, you know, for a fact, you're tricking people into losing money. You're, well, you're basically saying you're like, stealing from you're them. saying, hey, get in on this fun pump and dump scheme. Just like, don't be the last guy in. Like, it's a pyramid scheme. You go, hey, everybody, yeah. pile into this pyramid scheme. Just tr like, you know, it might work out really well. It might not. Just like, and people get into it being like, I'm not going to be the last I person. I don't think that's what they say. It no, might no, that's work what out, they don't say. Not. What they say is, I'm about to make you rich. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go, this is can't lose. <laughs> yeah. And, but I mean, dude, in 2017, I think, was like when they were doing all the crazy ICOs, like when shit was like when Bitcoin went to 20,000. Yeah. All these companies just were like, hey, we're doing an ICO, and people would, they would get $200 million. And it was like, what does your thing do? Like, I don't know. It's like, it'll, and then in the, they don't even exist anymore. And it's like straight up just like, 200 million for fake internet money that does nothing. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, sorry, went to zero. Well, our, the, our bad. they're all up to this kind of stuff. And that's wh what I, i kind of was my point probably is uh, girls will, they'll buy into it. And I get it. Cause you go, well, it's like the, you know, they like these reality shows and the YouTube drama and all that stuff. And I go, the, probably the best way to describe it to them is they go, find me one of these people that what they did didn't benefit them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I go for sure. You go, okay, so every one of these people that was together, all these YouTubers, they're whatever, that like they're in these big relationships and they have all this drama. It's like, yeah, but they all got more famous from that. Yeah. I mean it's like, like Kardashian she got sex more tapes. famous from the Anthony being the with tapes. Anthony Weiner. Yeah. And then when she stopped being more famous, she left. Mm -hmm. And I go, point if if you can point to me a scenario where the girl had all this drama and it actually lost her followers and she stuck with this guy and that, and you want to show me some shit like that i go okay but in, every time you go all of maybe both john legend <laughs> <laughs> yeah john legend john legend yeah john legend is probably like people are unfollowing john legend be like fuck this dude you're just you're mayor chrissy teigen dude fuck that you. guy's life stinks right now oh dude he's he must be like just bitch of the year award yeah if we gave a bitch of the year award <laughs> that guy would be Easily, He's literally the opposite of a legend. perennial top three What's every it? year. <laughs> legendary, legend, loser. John Legend with Your the legendary, legendary loser, bitch yeah. of the year. Legendary bitch of the year, dude. If like people spit on him on the street, they're like, "Fuck you!" Just because his wife is like a bully <laughs> online. He's like, bully. he's like, you know how many fucking hit songs I've written that you don't even know I wrote. <laughs> I I've dated chicks like that, and when I see fucking John Legend up to his old tricks, I'm very much. Or when I see her with, I, I, I'm I'm very conscious when I see him in the photos because you are right. That is the perfect example 
But he, he's, he's losing. Too much of a bitch. Yeah. He's such. But he is the so example. So I will feel bad lo- for him. He's yeah. the example that I'm talking yeah. about. Show me someone where it made their like their life and fame worse, and you you picked a good one. John Legend is like it's, she's <laughs> actually tarnished. He's like I am a fucking hit making machine. Yeah, he was the man. Like he's like he's got the egot whatever like the Grammys, Oscars, Tonys, Emmys. Like he's got that whole thing. He's got everything, and then he's yeah. got this dumbass wife who's like <laughs> fucking selling pots and pans. Who's <laughs> fucking his whole life up. <laughs> Seriously, he must be like, fuck, this is not worth it. <laughs> and they have kids. He's literally just like working on remaking Christmas jingles and like the <laughs> for a next, billion dollars. For a billion dollars. And she's just out there literally just like tarnishing the family name. <laughs> and forcing him to participate. She's probably too. been like, what do, you, what do you think if I change my last name to Legend? He goes, nah, Tegan's solid. <laughs> I, I, I think you're good on Tegan. Let's just keep it Tegan. <laughs> That is true. I didn't even cross my mind that she wouldn't yeah. even take his last name. Yeah, she wouldn't take his last name. She's fucking he, ruining his fucking life. Well, I guess his last name is probably not Legend. Like, dude, all the conservatives <laughs> who are like, yeah, I like his Christmas music, but then they see him in the streets now, and they're like, fuck this guy. Yeah, like, he was getting out there fucking remaking the songs. And he's pretty for... quiet. Like, he No, no, he was out there. Re- he no, re- made no, he did songs the... for feminism and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did, but he... that might have been post her. Maybe she's the reason he was doing all that Probably. stuff. Oh, well, he got caught up in the wave of that. That was like, whatever. She, I'm sure they were like, yo, you want to make a gajillion? He's like, he whatever. Sh- he got caught up in the wave. She should definitely change but she's name not, to Chrissy like, Legend. Like, you think like conservatives didn't like the, the smooth fucking Styling, stylings of yeah. John Legend? No, they did. Of course they did. And then now all of a sudden his wife is just like ruining it for him. Yeah, she, he had a, a great hustle going on. He was apolitical. There wasn't like, nobody was like, oh, what do you think John Legend's leanings are? Like, nobody gave a shit. He's yeah. John Legend. And all of a sudden he's just like a Pariah in the whole conservative world. But I'll tell you who is more famous for being with John Legend, her. Fuck yeah. So her move was it was a mo it was a calculated move. She probably I think I even seen that she sort of talks about how, you know, he didn't want to be with me and I fucking Oh I do tell. Him down. Yeah, do tell. <laughs> you fucking trapped him with those fucking huge ass jugs. She's not even weird hot, ass face. Dude. She's got like a good body, but her face is like so she looks like you got stung by a bee. So that's where and, the only problem, dude. Like, imagine she just has a miscarriage, and he goes, "He's probably like so upset," and she's just like cold. She's like, "We need to get a photo." <laughs> he had to take photos of her miscarriage. Uh, yeah, and stuff. she's like, "I don't want to." She goes, "We're taking it. We're taking the photo, Jonathan." And then she goes, "Makeup," and like makeup people come in from like outside. <laughs> they fucking touch them up. She goes, "Can I just get a little one?" And then they, and then they take the photo. She goes, and they get the glycerin on the face because she can't produce tears or whatever. So it's like they spray. Like you ever had that <laughs> yeah. where they spray the glycerin stuff on you so it makes you look like you're crying. She goes. A little more, he goes. Uh, okay, that's good. And then that's it. that's exactly what's going on. But every every single other one of those people, all of their moves directly benefit their career. And I can't watch these things with girls and they buy in. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe you could say that's how g- girls feel. If like a guy was talking about wrestling like that, mm-hmm. you know, as I wear the three sixty shirt, I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's real. And they go, ah, eh. you know. But I, I swear, I can't, I can't deal with it. And, but I think that's what you point out. You go, find me one where it didn't fucking help them a lot. Yeah. And that was her. This girl, she's she, she, Anthony. Put what her does on she the, do now? She's like probably a. CEO I don't know. I'm not her biographer, but she's probably she's part of the Hillary Clinton fucking brigade. She, I think she's a hitman for the Clintons. Um, could you turn my mic back, uh, my headphones back up there, Daniel Polishek? So the only other one that I put in that I thought, category I, thought I changed mine and I didn't. Is the Prince Harry thing. So if you look at, uh, and, and, and we'll get into the other thing, but I want to go through a few of them. Um, uh, Daniel sorry, turned sorry, mine down. Sorry, sorry, so sorry. There was a few of them like that. The other one was Prince Harry's probably the second bitch of the year. Yeah. And okay, 
the thing that made me laugh about him, and we were calling him Princess Harry before, and th we've talked about Prince Harry, but I was kind of thinking about it today because they're out there doing like, you know, 10,000 interviews. They never met a camera they didn't love. Oh, right? I love it. it. It's kind of funny because women talk so much about, you know, gaslighting and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And if you think about it, what what's the cliche like abusive guy? What does he do? Prize you away from your friends and family, like makes you cut contact with all the people yeah, that of you course. used to have in your life. Yeah, totally. Take away your support Yeah, she's system. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing it to a T. I didn't even think about it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And every single thing is like, oh, can you yeah, she had to get him away from his crappy family. But imagine a guy was like, no, you don't get it. Your family's bad for you. Yeah. Every article will be, I mean, maybe if you said, no, 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 but they like Trump. Well, they're, they go, oh, and they're, yeah, yeah, that'd they're, be a good. Well, like, literally she's going, I'm black, half black and your family's racist. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but they kind of have a history. But that's a good life hack. If you, if you're a guy that wants to, uh, uh, you know, take a girl away from her family, make her wear certain things and, uh, you know, pimp her out basically. Yeah. <laughs> make her be a prostitute. Yeah. No, you don't it's get it. Her family hates Trump. <laughs> her, fr her friends like Trump. Yeah, you're like, yeah, we're friends. Like, we haven't heard from her in a while. He goes, yeah, because you, you guys are fucking magatards. Like magatards over here. Yeah, so it's like a life hack. If you, as long you're allowed to be like manipulative and bring them away from their social structure and their entire. As long family. as you have like a as long as there's good justification. As, well, as Moral long as justification. the justification is that they liked, you know, Trump. Yeah. That's I don't fine. even know if the Queen of England liked Trump, but I uh, probably. Is, probably I him, imagine dude. they're not big fucking. Uh, yeah, she's probably Trump people. So she literally brought him away from all of his things, and you could, you know, he really seems like. Have you seen? Have you ever had a friend? I'm sure we all have, but I was talking about this a few episodes ago. But the, or might have been the Patreon, but the idea that, you know, things don't happen all at once. The same way that governments don't fucking own you all at once Yeah, is the same way that, you know, when you see a guy that's just completely whipped by his girlfriend, it all started with demands that seemed reasonable. For the sure. guy goes, she goes, well, I don't know. I just think on weeknights you should be home and we could hang out together. And he goes, yeah, I mean, it's not that crazy. My girl wants to hang out on weekend nights. And she goes, occasionally. You know? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'll give her a And she goes, I don't want you to hang out with that guy. And you go, ah, I don't really, I'm not that tight with that guy. We see each other once a month. Like, yeah, whatever. Fine. You know, mm -hmm. your college friends are assholes. I don't really want you to see them again. And then he goes, and then before you know it, you go, oh, she completely owns you. Right. Oh yeah. Especially when she gets the kid, especially once the kid enters the thing. But princess Harry is 100% that guy mm -hmm. that fucking, he started a little of this. She goes like, I don't want you to talk to your, I don't want you to do this. And by the end of it, he's just getting like, he's on a fucking leash Going from interview to interview, being like, she's great. Everyone I used to know sucks. I mean, he literally <laughs> went from being a prince to just a guy. He goes, he literally was like royalty and then had to just denounce that whole thing and move to America. And get a Netflix show. And get a Netflix show. Well, is but, that what they have coming out? They have a net. But that this is what ties in. Yeah, they have a Netflix show. That's like, the you know, like so many. America's Next Top You know, friends. like so many comics and stuff like in uh covid or like i have a podcast with my girlfriend now yeah i know whatever this is like the ultimate Yuck. of that i have a netflix show with my wife <laughs> i guess obama did that first but he's gonna start doing stand-up uh his next comic <laughs> he's a prince but yeah so they're they're like when you look at fucking megan merkel all this stuff and you know moms are very into you know reading the tabloids and stuff but i go i can't do it i can't take this at face value mm-hmm Oh, especially not with her. She's actual Hollywood. Like she was on suits. She was like, she's, but yeah, yeah. Oh, this and this. And it's like, if you don't, and honest to God, if you want to look me in the eyes and go, all 
aside what they're saying, what they're doing. You can't respect the move a and little bit. And she abandoned her father or something? She, like, cut him out of her life? Oh, oh yeah. She's a princess now. But you can't, You go, you can't respect the move a little bit? Yeah. Girl was, like, medium celebrity, meets a prince, gets him to fund her lifestyle. Then they have a show together. Yeah, becomes, like, the number one star. Probably, you know, her life is infinitely better now than it was. No question. And his life is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He took a pay cut. Took he, a took a bit of a pay, he took a bit of a pay cut. So I go, yeah, he's bitched around. But yeah, you look at all these moves and you go, if you want to say respect the move, but I fucking know these people too much. Yeah. I have, I know legitimate. Especially females. when they're literally Hollywood people versus like Huma Abdin or whatever, who was not a Hollywood person. She was just a politics person, which is same similar like level of crazy yeah. or whatever. But Meghan Markle's a literal just actress who just like, you know, struck it. Big time meeting a fucking prince. Yeah. Like one of the most high profile people in the world. They, it's the, it's the, and then it's obviously the dream, just destroyed yeah. the whole thing. Just did Yoko, Yoko'd fucking that. Like <laughs> she, she Yoko'd the royal family. Yeah. Not even like a broke up the band. And did you see the Hunter Biden? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there, were, there isn't even that much to say about that other than it's like hilarious. So I, <laughs> I read the thing. He has a black lawyer and you can't stop calling him the N word. It's crazy. But well, you, that was like the guy from Just for Laughs, too, who got fired. Yeah, the other yeah, day. he got fired yesterday. Or he resigned or whatever because he... He was saying... Uh, he, just, bit, what, quoting comics? He was quoting comics, yeah. yeah. But it's it's interesting because you go... Imagine Hunter, it was Chris Rock. Hunter prob, Biden probably hates so much that he has to be like a libtard. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I yeah, bet you low-key he's like these fucking snowflakes. Totally. Because him and Donald like Jump Jr. are the same guy. Yeah. They're the exact same guy. Fucking just crack-smoking... Yeah, but as Coke soon as them. they have the right things or on the right side, everyone goes, oh, you know, he's been through hard times, been with Donald Trump Jr. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, um, everyone's everything that's been said needs to be said about this, probably, but, like, imagine if Donald Trump Jr.'s text came out and he's just dropping it. It would be, bombs. you would never, <laughs> I mean, that's just how phony, like, and I know it's been that's been said a million times. Exactly. How phony the, the media is where they only promote stories that <laughs> can help their side. So, you know, Fox News picks this up. CNN, quiet. Yeah, and if and it was if the think, other way around, it would be... Yeah. I mean, dude, do you see the thing with fucking Kamala Harris where she said to... Yeah, yeah, go she, home. She goes, go home, basically. Like, don't come here. Oh, don't get him started. And I'm like... I, Fauci. I, I honestly wanted to be like, does Kamala Harris have fucking Trump speechwriter? Kamala's speech the writer? truth. <laughs> I'm like, does she, does she have Trump speechwriter or something? Like... What she was saying, it's like, imagine if those words came out of Trump's mouth six months ago. Yeah, yeah. It would be a scandal. What's up, guys? Just saying, if you're trying to come, don't come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so all these people are such scammers. And people, it's almost like, I think, mentally more stable for people to buy into it. I think I think there's got to be something like that where you go, you can't just live your life where you walk. Or it's, you're, you're being cynical, right? Uh-huh. So it's probably not healthy for a lot of people to walk around just cynical no, all the time. No. So it's like you have to at some point buy into everything cuz you know we've all seen we all I mean I have friends that they're just like I oh I hate that. I hate this. I hate this band. I hate and their whole life is just I hate shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess it's Nickelback syndrome. It's you have Nickelback syndrome about everything. <laughs> you just hate it. you just hate everything. You go this sucks. That's well, contrary. What do you like? Well, it's contrary they they like, you know, think contrarianism is a good like quality but you're like you can't be contrarian about every single thing well it's only it's it's that you know that thing where it's like if everyone's uh you know a nazi then no one's a nazi if yeah. everyone's great no one's great exactly and i always say that about the girls that go this guy's so amazing i go well, you just think that everyone's amazing mm-hmm. so no one's amazing your baseline is everyone's amazing i remember i had a friend in university this girl tiff and she we would like watch tv and stuff and 
would, she's like she just liked everything i was like is there a show you don't like that's like me with food and she's like no Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So you go, okay, you're not a gauge on this, but the guy who hates everything isn't a gauge either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but with all, I go, I've been in this game for a while, and I was just even thinking, like, the only way to combat these people, because really, you you have to fucking, if you have any brain, you got to be like, this is bullshit, especially if you're a dude. Mm -hmm. But, like, the only way to combat that is you have to just keep your circle of that you trust small. Yeah. Because I was even thinking, like, I get I've been burned, like, three or four times pretty bad by people in this industry, right? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people now, the idea would be, like, put them on blast, and you go, no, I don't think that. I think you just cut C them out. Cut them out, yeah. You don't give them another opportunity. Yeah. And maybe, like, if, if someone who you know is, like, hey— I heard you did this thing, and you're like, no, don't. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Do so, so was a, stay away from them. There's a saying. It was. It's. Um, but you don't need to start these. You fights. know, people used to take advantage of me, and now I'm very successful, and people are still taking advantage of me. It's that that idea that you don't like. You just you have to take. The, you can take L's along the way. Mm -hmm. But so remember, I remember I have a friend that I was working with, and you would know this story. So he scammed me out of eight thousand dollars. Yep. And I don't need to say his name, but. Basically in Toronto, I was doing this show and his company was hired. To, I hired his company to produce it. And then what happens is a lot of the money comes from tax credits. So I said, you know, I'll do the tax credit stuff. We'll run it through your company uh, because that was easier because that's the way we we're going to do the show. And then at the end of it, we'll do this tax credit and then we split it. Mm -hmm. So this was three years ago. Yeah. And for a while I was like, hey, dude, like, let's figure this shit out. And then it kind of became... Oh, you know what? I owe the government money, so I won't even get that. So, and then I have basically you know, some excuse. Kids, and, and, you yeah, know, yeah, and, yeah. And like, then it became like, you know, I basically spent it, and I don't gone. have it. And you go, I, I, I've, at some point, you go, okay. I mean, don't work with that person again. You know, same with comedy club owners. But you know, how many com comics get scammed out of a hundred bucks, and they're fucking you know, online, like, Oh, totally. Yeah. Putting someone on blast. Cause like they didn't get their like $15 spot or their yeah. free drink ticket. And you're like, this it's is not the move. Not the move. You, no. you basically, you know, you just have to put them like that box where you go, okay, set it up that this person can't hose me. I was talking to one recently that I was doing this deal with this guy and he has like this, they have these huge pages, right? Mm -hmm. And there's, they got this, <laughs> actually my friend, uh, Luke Duma said it best. We were talking about some other shit and he was kind of like, listen, I know that all the a lot of people in this industry and probably in tech and all the a lot of industries, you're up to some scheme. And I'm okay if you cut me in on the scheme. Yeah. <laughs> and like let's just be honest that we're all involved in a let's, scheme. <laughs> yeah. Just like why can't we just all agree Which that we're I, in a scheme and let's participate? Exactly. I don't want to be scamming the people that follow me. Mm -hmm. And also so you have to set yourself up that you can't be schemed. But I recently sent they sent me this contract and they just like, hey, can we put a bunch of your content up? And it was like a, a pretty low amount of money. And I go, how about you just do it for free and we won't put it on paper because I don't want this like weird contract where you have the rights to all my stuff. And they go, well, we kind of want a contract, but like, how about it's just on like Snapchat or some shit like that, right? And I go, okay. And they sent me the contract and it said like, we have rights to all of your content. I go, and I talked to them on the phone. I go, obviously, you know, imagine like, imagine to say I signed some deal with some other place where I go, I'm going to sign some deal with all my content. I go, oh, by the way, I have this other deal with this. Like, it could just fuck me up so bad yeah. down the line, right? So I go, how about this? Put the, But also they the tried to just sneak it in the wording. <laughs> they were like essentially just hoping you didn't read it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I go, I, I said, I go, okay, how about this? Just 
Just, just put, if you send me a contract that's not long, like a page long, that says we're just going to use it on this one platform, I'll go, okay. He said, because I don't want to, you know, I don't want you to have, you can just post my shit on YouTube a minute after I do. And that's like, a, sure. a, a legal, whatever, right? Yeah. He sends me a contract back the next day from his lawyers and it goes, um, this is, uh, so <laughs> the contract goes, uh, we have the rights to post Ryan's stuff on everything except for uh, Instagram and YouTube. And I go, yeah, again, like not at all. What <laughs> yeah, we yeah, said. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, we're just, let's just walk away from this. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just like a character thing at this point. Cause they're like, if they're consistently <laughs> trying to fuck you over, even when you catch them, yeah. Like that's uh And this is the whole industry. That's a character flaw. There at are that so point. many of these people or their business model. And you could still be friends with those people, but you just have to like be on guard sure. and don't let them scam you. And if you work at a comedy club with this person or you're working with this guy person, like, you know, either get money up front or if it's a little bit of money, understand that you're you're gambling. You're gambling, yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 100%. they can't fuck you too hard. Don't leave yourself too vulnerable. Yeah. But I think that's probably the answer to this stuff. But I just I've been just a lot of arguing with chicks and stuff about this fucking like treating these Hollywood people and politicians like they're real people. It's like, and the same girls will watch like a TV show about like house of cards and watch them. All the guys watch the documentary about Anthony Weiner discussing with his team what we should think about this. <laughs> Roy, we should think. That's the best. He goes, what do we think about They this? have this conversation. That just question. What do we think? They have this conversation. And then, and then the girl hears him say it, and she goes, "This guy is so awesome." You go, <laughs> "You, but you watched, yeah, you were witness to the thing, yeah." Something's no light just flick on. Something keeps going on and on. We have ghosts. There, but yeah, I think we have. Don't ghosts. get fucking the girl started on this. <laughs> no. I was gonna say with Base Fauci, he goes, uh, "Sounds like uh, Ryan's dealing with some untrustworthy Jews." <laughs> Base Fauci, pansexual is fake. <laughs> oh, oh Base Ghost Fauci, Base Ghost Fauci. <laughs> Pansexual isn't a real thing. Beast ghost Fauci. So before so, we went into um, this this article that I want to talk about, there was, I just thought one last thing um, is love addiction. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Is a TV show? <laughs> no, and there's, there's this new thing that's going around in Hollywood where girls. Is that what Chris D'Elia had? No, he, yeah, yeah. You he know, he had sex addiction. That's the guy. No, love it. addiction. So girl, well, oh. girls are going to his counseling. Yeah. So like people that I know, know like actors and fucking Hollywood people, and they go to counseling for their love addiction. But is this just for being a hoe out of like out of control? No, hoe? no, no. So love addiction is essentially you're, you get too in love too quick. Oh. And so they're trying to be like just less attached. So love addiction also known as pathological love, refers to a pattern of behavior characterized as maladaptive. And basically, um, you you get really uh, into a partner really quick. Then you renounce the interests and behavior of other people or the negative consequences of yourself because of your love, which would be, you know, maybe quitting your job or doing all that stuff because you're so in love. I'm, I'm in love. love. <laughs> Might as well face it. She's addicted to love. Ow. That's but I go, okay. And you go, okay, f listen, I get the idea of you're fucking, you start dating a guy and then he takes over your life because you're a manipulative person. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, these people are living in such a fucking r r bizarre world where they go, they're sitting in a support group. Like, hi. The funniest the person is I'm like, Dana, the I'm the a love addiction. The I'm person who's addict. like the, the therapist or whatever also knows this is total bullshit. So they both have to like pretend. Like, like Everyone has to pretend. Everybody has to pretend this is bullshit. Like the love counselor has to be like, yeah, it's so tough. Try to be less 
in love and then they go i'm just so in love and you go okay <laughs> I'm that's, in that's love. it that's 80 i'm just too fucking in love you go, hey, your credit card didn't go through for the last session how so. funny would it be also it's funny being the girl that the guy that dates that girl after she just got cured of her love addiction <laughs> and you, you know he's like hey i was thinking we should move in together it's like i can't uh, yeah. you know why it's like i'm an addict <laughs> i'm an addict i'm in recovery <laughs> i'm in recovery it's like hey you should meet my parents like i'm actually uh, if i start I, I can't i can't even meet a friend uh, before i if I meet a friend, I'll be meet my parents in ten days. <laughs> slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. I can't even look. Addicts at like me. <laughs> Addicts <laughs> like me. You want me to meet your dog? Are you out of your mind? Yeah, you, you know I can relapse. Like, Before can you know it, I'll be asking you to marry me. Like I'll relapse if I even if I take if I even take a look at your dog. It's, it's making me annoyed. Just talk about it. Isn't that crazy? Like yeah. just just and again, it's like if you boil it down, all of these things, it's kind of shit that everyone deals with. Like. Everyone's been, you know, maybe moved too fast and you go on, sure, you know, yeah. but they, it's like to just make this your identity where you go, I am a, it's a like love. everything has to be a fucking thing. Well, with you know what people. it is? I think it's <laughs> it, instead of taking responsibility for doing something, you say, oh, I'm like, it's the Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, I'm powerless. I have a disease. <laughs> I'm powerless That's to this exactly disease. Therefore, none of this is my fault. That's a good point. I'll pay money to a counselor. They'll fix me. I'm if they don't it. fix me. I paid, so I'm unfixable, <laughs> but it's not my fault. You just have to live life as a love addict. Essentially, yeah. You go, I'm recovering love I addict. I can't even take I one sip of love. And then, yeah, I relapse sometimes. And You watch other people doing you love. You know, you put it in your Tinder bio. You go, recovering love like, addict. I can't even be around uh, places where I can't be at a marriage. It'll, you know, get my juices flowing again. <laughs> If I go to a wedding, it's true. You know, that's like asking a crack addict to go to a rave. You know, you just can't get me started. Yeah, just don't get me started. So, yeah, you go this bullshit. But I, I so I get sent a lot of these. And I think it all kind of is the thread line of what I'm saying is that I don't take anything that these people do at face value. Mm -hmm. But the I get I get sent out quite a few people messaging me uh, their workplace training. And it's it's always so funny. Yeah. So. I the Lockheed Martin, which is the defense contractor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So someone who works at Lockheed Martin sent this. So no, no, no. I didn't get sent this one. This one was kind of going viral because oh. uh, basically, um, uh, a whistleblower, mm -hmm. you know, sent this out to the fucking, you know, yeah, Hannity. Or well, something. we talked about it on the with the. Uh, well, did we talk about that with? We didn't go through it yet. No, no, no. no the uh, there was another defense contractor where they were they had to do like a Zoom meeting. It was all these white guys in a Zoom meeting. They were. Like, I remember that. Yeah. Remember that? I, I wonder if this is similar to that. Probably. It might have been, yeah. Well, th this kind of uh, happened r pretty recently. Like, they're doing this, but it just kind of... I guess you could say the spot got blown up because... So, first of all, all I, I get sent a lot of these, like I said, and they just screenshot them and send them to me. 90% of it is pronoun-based, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, so, 90% yeah. of it is, like, you go to training and... They go, hey, like, these are what pronouns... This is a him, this 20, is a 21, yeah, it's 2021, this is, this is what... You fucking boomers, like when someone says their pronouns, this is what it means. And yeah. And then they don't say, roll your eyes immediately when <laughs> someone says that. It's rude. And you go, okay. But then they go sorry. through, you know, they actually do go through it. Like a lot of them have these animations, which all these companies are just getting paid a fortune to, you know, fucking for oh, this grift, right? This is like one of the grifts of the fucking. This is a grift of the millennium. Uh, of the decade, easily. Well, I told you this when I went to uh, this conference. There was a guy there that had to get the training at his workplace. Mm -hmm. And there was a girl there that had a company that did the training. And both of them were like, yeah, this is, you know, none of us want to do this. <laughs> so 
Like I'm sure there's the Robin. Like she she answered a Craigslist ad basically <laughs> for a job. They gave her like the here's the handbook, and now you're go out there and train people in anti-racism. No, no it was kind. It was more they're a job training place, and they you know it's like you're mm-hmm. a pizza place, and everyone calls you, and they're like, I'm telling you, like avocados, the hot topping this yeah, year, yeah, you, yeah. and they go, I guess we got to do avocado. Right. So they're like they normally <laughs> used to do normal training. Yeah. At, at places, right? And then so like how to work, like how to like run the business, <laughs> how to deal with a customer. Yeah. And then now it's like how to not be racist. Well, everyone's calling them. Uh-huh. So every person's calling them saying, Hey, we need diversity training because we did, you know, we got caught. I would love to see that you know, fucking, blowing up another country. I, I want to see that call center where they're all just calling outgoing calls for businesses <laughs> being like, Hey, have you considered diversity training? You racist piece of shit. Yeah. And like yeah. basically just calling that, that, that's their that. opener. Cause you know, you have like 10 seconds before they hang up. So basically calling the person and go, are you white? You racist piece <laughs> of shit. And they go, what? Yeah, yeah. And then they go, okay, I, I got my foot in the door here and then try and sell them on like the platinum package. <laughs> the platinum pack, anti-racism package. <laughs> the bisexual girls have been funny over the last little bit being like, well, I guess I wouldn't have to do that because I'm in a press class. <laughs> um, so 90% of it's that. Then they get into the sexuality and gender where they, they do a lot of, you know, this is a guy, but he's also, you know, uh, but he's also a girl, but his sexuality is male, but his gender is this, and, and, you know, and it's some 75 year old truck driver just ready to blow his fucking brain. Totally, <laughs> I know, totally. He goes, what? T- probably time to retire. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get sent to these, but the Lockheed Martin one's so great because it's literally 50, you know, rich, rich people, right? Yeah. People that probably on the low end make 350 grand a year. Mm-hmm. So fucking old white dudes that work for a fucking defense contractor. That's the best. It's like, and they sent them away to an Island, the seven of them. So out of the gate, you go, they, they don't send any of the black guys. So they only send the white one. Free vacation to an Island. <laughs> it's just, they send seven of the boys. <laughs> go whites only vac- Dude, Island they, vacation. They legitimately too. do a white male only yeah. vacation, <laughs> but you have to have, you know, three hours a day, they got to tell you how bad it's you like are. It's like a timeshare. <laughs> it's like literally like going to, you get like conned into like one of those timeshare things. Yeah. And you just have to sit through the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> you go, yeah, it's free, but you have to sit through the meeting. You have meeting. to sit through the meetings oh, like, for the, yeah, that's what it I is. I could do that. Um, and, but the, you know what? Uh, uh, this is just like a side note before I get into what it was, but the, um, I, I was thinking like the, uh, just a funny uh, difference between gay guys and not gay guys yeah. is I've had, you know how my brother is gay. I get a lot of, Heard about it. <laughs> I get a lot of dudes after shows over the course of my life or just like a friend, sometimes jokingly, sometimes more serious. Cause I'll talk about my brother being gay and like a gay guy will be like, Hey, can I get your brother's number? You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll be, they'll be Cause like, they want to fuck you, but they can't. But yeah. They they're go, they're they, like gay and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And they'll be like hitting on me essentially. And I'm like, I'm not, they'll be like, Oh, well, maybe you hook me up with your brother. And would they be like, it's normal in the gay community for just a, someone to give away someone's number like that. Cause that's a weird thing to just give away. A well, straight... imagine the other way around where you hit on a girl and you go, Hey, are you down to fuck? She goes, no, you go, what's your sister's number? Oh, my sister. Okay. What about a cousin? I'm not done trying to, but fuck also your the idea tree. that you're like, give me a number. I'm just going to cold call your sister. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, so insane to fuck her yeah yeah like just based on what you look like <laughs> well they're kind of kidding but it's not always just give me a number it's like is he single could you hook me up with them yeah but that that uh, you know just the other way around you're hitting on a girl at a bar being like and she's like listen i have a boyfriend you're like do you have any siblings that i can fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's a more aggressive uh attitude or whatever right 
Um, and sometimes, so when I was going through this diversity training, sometimes you go, you think, you go, is it, is this just like some wacky, super fucking wild left wing thing that no one actually thinks? And then is it, you know, cause the, you know, look at the right there, you know, you get people get into the white genocide or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then, but you go, no, it's not. This is fucking defense contractors have to do this. And it's being taught because they're public companies. That's yeah, why. Yeah. So this is, you know, it's not like Fox News is kind of low key talking about white genocide. Can I plug my computer in quickly? Yeah, sure. Just, just do whatever you want. Just continue. Um, so you're gonna have to. Uh, oh, you got your own thing. So I'll talk about the article. So it starts. It, it, it's pretty fucking good. Last year, Lockheed Martin Corporation, the nation's largest defense contractor, sent white male executives to a three-day diversity training seminar to deconstruct their white male culture. Lockheed Martin employees were given a list of connotations for the term white men. So the trainer says, this is what you think of when when white men comes up. And the trainers wrote down old, racist, privileged, anti-woman, honky, Aryan nation, KKK, guns, <laughs> guilty, and can't jump. Crazy. So this is this is what you're supposed to think of when you think of, like when they go, what do you think of when you think of the color of your skin? And you go, guilty, can't jump, can't jump. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I do. I will say when I think of the color of my skin, I do think can't jump. Can't jump is fair. Can't jump. I go, that's totally fair. Old, racist, anti-woman. <laughs> like, why is it more of a white guy thing? Yeah, I go first off. Angry. We know it's not yeah. like we objectively know of that it's not like just take all the people in the world. Yeah, and the politics of those places. Take every country. Yeah. Take every country on earth. Take the politics that are just like objective of those places. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine you did this like they're in fucking like Saudi Arabia. They're doing like a this similar sensitivity. What do you think of white men? They what? hate women, and the, and the Iranian dudes <laughs> are like based. Yeah, sick. <laughs> the um. But I think this is why I kind of when I'm talking about so the same thing that I was just sort of saying about the um, uh, the the normal people thing. I have a it's kind of the do you want to turn that just turn that light off yeah, if you don't mind I don't. But the when you talk when when we're talking about like comedy and the, you know a lot of people say that it's so crazy it's like when I do. I like doing normal New York audiences because my thesis is always that normal people aren't this fucking crazy. And I find that most of the time I'm right. Where you go, 100%. like if when you go on, hundred percent, you know that idea that like everyone's so woke and stuff. I go, but when you do normal comedy, you go, no, no, 90% of people go, this is crazy, but it is the like mainstream thing that everyone has to deal with or whatever. Yeah. And one thing that I was thinking that kind of, uh, so Two or three different smart people that have gotten to the purpose of comedy, and Garrett Jameson and Giannis Papas both told me their different version of this. Mm-hmm. I remember Garrett said that uh, the pur- purpose of comedy is to bring things back to normal when yeah. they get too out of hand, uh-huh. and like Giannis that. said that uh, to keep it to keep society honest. Yeah, and I, it was like it's it, like a, I, it's like a b- b- uh, check and balance almost. Yeah. And it's like a mechanism. It's like a check and balance. And that's why I think a lot, I think it's probably a good way to put it. And I think that's probably true. And so when I was even thinking like, what's the purpose of uh, like even, uh, cause you know, most people, like anyone that talks about culture, politics, a lot of them have an agenda. I go, I think if you were to break down what I would say the purpose of 
what this is of even doing the boys cast and stuff is like mm-hmm. so normal like if you're normal to not feel crazy yeah like if you go just to be like hey yeah someone yeah exactly. you're not crazy yeah when you see because we feel that way too yeah. where all the stuff's happening you go are like are we nuts right like are we crazy <laughs> yeah, am I like are we so out of that's like all the time i'll be like am i so out it, of touch it, it's like the guy in north korea that's bawling his eyes out and everyone's bawling their eyes out and you go, am I just, do I not have empathy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. And cause everyone's crying. And then when you get down to it, everyone's like, no, we're faking it, brother. So like, we don't want to get executed. You yeah, see what happens to people who don't cry? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what it is. But, um, so then they go, uh, the firm's training, uh, the, the firm's training programs are designed to assist white men in discovering the roots of their male culture. This culture, according to, Welp and Proudman. So I thought that was funny that the Proudman. guy who runs the course is a black guy named Proudman. <laughs> Proudman consists of traits such as this is what white. So this is what they say that this is the roots of white culture. They go rugged individualism, yeah, a can do attitude, hard work, operating from principles, striving towards success, which are superficially positive, but they are devastating to women and minorities. <laughs> So, I mean, speaking of my girlfriend, she definitely has a can don't attitude. So <laughs> how fucking great is that? Though they go, the, this is the kind of shit that you, uh, see, that I feel like people mention and then everyone poo poos. They go, ah, they, that's not what's happening. Uh, yeah. That's what's happening totally. at the defense contractors. They go, this guy's got a can do attitude. Racist. Got it. <laughs> a can do attitude is devastating towards minorities. Goal oriented. Is that was, was that hard one? work, hard work. A can do attitude. I think of like Ned, Ned Flanders. Yeah. And they go. Oh, did you ever see Ned Flanders with only black people? Hates minorities. Got it. But you know what else is probably uh, devastating to minorities? Bombing a wedding from your defense contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lucky Martin. Hey, Lucky like, Martin. No, 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 you're no, no, not no. great. Can do attitude. <laughs> you're not great for minorities. But think about that. They're, you're a fucking defense contractor, and you're out there being like, "What's our problem? Too much can-do attitude." Too much can. I mean, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say I'd say if people in the Middle East are right. like, my issue with Lockheed Martin is their can-do attitude. <laughs> you're right. Tone it back on the goal setting and the fucking. Yeah, for you, you go. Yeah, for your company, it is a little bit probably true. <laughs> you, the other thing I was thinking about, you know how you were kind of saying it's all about the removal of accountability. Yeah. There is this other thing with, uh, let's say you say someone's a fucking actual racist or a bigot, right? Mm-hmm. Really, you know the trope of like a racist uncle or whatever, right? Yeah. I p- hope to be one someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the idea that, imagine we're at a party, right? And some girl brought her like boyfriend, boyfriend and an uncle, right? Yeah. And the and the uncle was there being like dropping N-bombs. And totally. And like, you know, want to these fucking, this is the white man's country. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then his girlfriend looks at us being like, are you going to apologize for him? (laughs) We we apologize for, it's your boyfriend. It's your family. Yeah. Like why, why am I apologizing for For your your racist uncle? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like imagine, you know what I mean? Yeah. If anything is your fucking blood. It's your shit. Yeah. So that you, It's like instead of people being responsible for their own shit. Well, the thing is, they like those same people like to be like, hey, you're white or whatever. You're this. So therefore, like when any time anybody like that does this, that's on you. Yeah, it's on and me. And you go, okay, well, this guy's your blood relative. Yeah, this so. is your this is your shit, sister. Yeah. And you go, no, you go, no but that's because he's a man. Yeah. I go. They break it up. Yeah, you're not, yeah, yeah. They break it up where they go. That That's you think like a mom, a mom like in her son. You go. 
it wasn't, you know, if, if you raised to be like the biggest piece of shit, well, they killed a guy and the mom goes out and I go, she goes, oh, that's men for you. That's our but, society and men. You go, you don't think you had a little bit to do with your son murdering people? Rem- that's toxic masculinity did it, did it? Remember on that Facebook group or whatever with that woman in Toronto? And she, with the stuff with her son, remember we used to talk about it and she would do all this crazy shit where she like, wouldn't let her son like pee standing up. Really? Remember? No, you were, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It was like oh. in the buns, in the buns zone. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, she, she wouldn't let her son pee train sta- him to be like a like, better person. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're kind of, he's obviously going to be super You're training a up. psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be <laughs> mental. You're training a nutcase. A nutta. The, uh, uh, my buddy, so another one of my good friends, just he sent me, he was sending me, which actually um, led me to start thinking about this and want to talk about it. Is uh, my pretty close friend sent me his workplace training, and he goes, Honestly, the white dudes here, we're just trying to hang on as long as we can. Totally, because they're literally saying, like, Hey, <laughs> because we're... he makes a lot of money, right? Well, he makes a lot of money, but also, like, unless these organizations are growing. It's not like they can't, if they go, Hey, we need to up diversity. You go, yeah, that means removing somebody to replace them. <laughs> yeah, they're, That's not, like they're, they're not just like adding a person to the pool because no. like it doesn't economically make sense to just make up jobs. No, no, So no. they go, they literally have to like, well, they're making up jobs like, you know, with this shit, but <laughs> this shit, but I'm saying like, you know, for engineers or something, you go, okay, well either people retire or we, f- you know, you have to shit can people. From well, that's why it's always the younger people. Right. So it's like, you know, the older people keep their jobs. But the in the middles like us, I guess we're yeah. the in the middles. We're not as bad as the younger. Like if you're 21 right now trying to enter the workforce and you're not the right thing, that's probably not the Tough. best. Oh yeah, it's kinda, but uh, we're in the middle where it's not the. But my my point is uh, that he he basically said like across the board, like every guy behind the scenes is like, um, you just tr- you try to hang on for two or three more years because they make a lot of money mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you start your own thing. Plus also if you can get fired and it turns out like it's pretty frivolous yeah, you, for your yeah, race and you, can... you get a big like so, like if you get fired for being white they might not say you know like you could get a settlement for that right. because at the end of the day you can like have some legal recourse if you get fired from well, your we were jo- accounting yeah. job for, for sure. just because you're white. But you have to be that guy now that's like a public lawsuit totally. about like anti-white race. You're going to be James Damore basically. Right, you have to, which is, you know, if you want to enter that, that's fine. But if you're just like a normal guy that becomes the poster child for like, I'm being discriminated against because I'm white, you know, it, it, it just, uh, a lot of people might not want that smoke. You know? No, that's a, that, that's that a is, tough one. That is some smoke. <laughs> it's some smoke. That's some smoke. That's some smoke. But he, he, we were joking around about the idea and everyone probably talking about the idea that like white guys really did get like sent to the dungeon of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> like he used to be get to go to the guys would be at the Oscars and like now it's like every, every guy's just like ch- every yeah, unless you're Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> yeah, just like, every white comedian is like they have a, a chain attached to like a radiator where they pod. <laughs> Podcast, like, and the other thing about, <laughs> and also on cancel culture, <laughs> and another thing about cancel. Culture. <laughs> they don't want us. We all got sent to the dungeons of podcasts. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> yeah, and another thing's like, want to say some slurs? <laughs> <laughs> that was, you know, Colin Tyrell had a really funny tweet where. Uh, he basically was like talking about how he has such a huge gap on his like resume. It's like, he's like, if this comedy oh, yeah. thing doesn't work out and he's like, I guess I was just like a racist podcaster for a few years. <laughs> what are you doing for all these years? It's like, I guess I was just like a racist podcaster. <laughs> when you leave the boys to their own devices. <laughs>
that's, uh, that's what happened. The boys get left to their own devices. Yeah. And we fucking we go fucking buck wild, dude. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we tried to do all the other stuff. That's why we're wild out here. Yeah. It's so funny. But no, I'm being hyperbolic because yeah, the truth yeah. is you can... Uh, actually, you can build an audience and make your videos and do oh, whatever. But if anything, it's like the truth is you can build your whole fucking thing and do all the same shit. Dude, uh, every video I do does over 200,000 views easily. Yeah. How many TV shows on Comedy Central, like that was the viewership? Like most Canadian oh, TV shows. Oh, like, Canadian. 60,000 an episode would be like a hit. Dude, it's like Kim's Convenience or something probably was doing 500. Did you see that? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh my God. Where they're like everybody. The best part is we have our friend who was on the show is like the only white guy yeah. too. And then he's like. so they, <laughs> they Kim's Convenience is a show about an Asian family that runs a convenience store. Pretty and, racist. Yeah, and and they and but the creators were you know not they, yeah the stuff. creator was Korean and it but was they, about a they wrote versus. an article that said that it wasn't diverse enough and 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 that they had racist the whole production yeah, well the basically but, the, but the writers funny, in production were it was not. just funny that the headline said it's not diverse enough and it was a picture of nine Asian people <laughs> <laughs> well, it was everything but the cast. <laughs> They said everyone else. Everyone, they go, they go. They said like the writers and they could never get a hold of the producers. The showrunners were like never around in the end. I was reading because I was like, but I'm like, it's just I don't whatever. I don't know. It's not. It's kind of like a crazy thing. They, they essentially wanted to because you know how Canadian sh- TV works. It's like if you get picked up for a show on CBC the first year. Like you're nobody. It's a lit- it's, it's a literal. Them. You're all nobodies. And then by the end of it, they're like, "Oh, we're pretty big stars, so we want to retroactively change everything." And you're like, "Okay, well, yeah, that's probably a good you know, description." They, they of kind it. of made you this big. So they say the trainer is providing participants with a list of 156 white privilege statements, male up. privilege statements, and hetero privilege statements. And the Ugh. statements are things I like fucking you get hate. to fuck snap. By the way, I don't think I've made this like a, on the podcast, but I hate hetero privilege. That's, that's <laughs> you haven't come out. You haven't. Come I haven't come out. I haven't come out it. and said how much I hate hetero privilege, <laughs> but I. People don't know that. Hate about hetero you. privilege. Ooh. Yeah, you you lose sleep at night. I do lose sleep at night. Hetero privilege. Inflation and hetero privilege. So these are the things. My culture teaches me to minimize the perspectives of power of people of other races. I can commit acts of terrorism, uh, violence, and crime without having it attributed to my race. I mean, again, I mean, have you read the news recently? Yeah, but I, also, have you yeah, yeah, read yeah, yeah, the yeah. news? I know, of course, right? But also, uh, be, well, there's so many funny things about that. It's like you get to be a terrorist, and they don't even fucking mention your race. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's your privilege. Like if you ch- if you so desire to be a terrorist, yeah, you don't get to be you don't get profile. They, yeah, you get they, profile. They're like, oh, he did it because of his country. It's like whereas me, they don't even yeah, they, they don't listen to my man. They misinterpret my manifesto. So it's because my religion. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, you're a weapons manufacturer. <laughs> <laughs> My earning potential is 15% higher to 33% higher than a woman's, which I don't think anyone really uh, buys that kind of thing anymore. My reproductive organs are not seen as the property of another man and what they mean. Tell me you bought this article for $40. No, I did not buy it for okay. 40 bucks. I am not asked to think that uh, I am not asked to think about why I'm straight. I mean, except for right now in this exact thing, which <laughs> I am being doing. Whereas gay people have to constantly deal with, why are you gay? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that guy? No. That'd be good on a soundboard. So it's, there's a, it, this is a pretty fun thing to look up, but it's, co- there's compilations 
Um, and it's basically like Nigerian uh, politicians and stuff like that. Oh, the poo poo? What they eat the poo poo? Yeah, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. So they, he's interviewing a guy and they're telling him about being gay and the gay's illegal, right? And he goes, You worry about your own country. That's the gist of it. And he goes, Why are you gay? <laughs> but why? But why? Like but kid. why? Yeah, so. They fucking, the moral of the story is this stuff will definitely not make, uh, oh, I, they say, I can have friendships uh, with or work around children without being accused of recruiting or molesting them. I mean, no, you can't. Yeah. Like if Danny <laughs> showed up to like a show with uh, two 10 year olds, he's yeah. like, these are my boys. Yeah, my boys. These yeah. are the dogs. Nothing dude. weird about this. Yeah. Just no, I was traveling would be, with children. You de- <laughs> Everyone would think that's weird. Yes. Danny started a podcast, another podcast with his bro. And he's like two best friends. And then the guy's seven. Yeah. You go, what? You go, well, if, if I was gay, that thing, and everyone thinks it's weird, period. Yes. It's, I mean, it just might be more the opposite like if you started a podcast with like a ten year old dude, mm-hmm. and a guy started a, a gay guy started a podcast with a ten year old girl, it might be more suspect. But the reverse, if you're a gay guy and you had like a makeup podcast with a ten year old girl, it would also be less suspect than if Daniel had a podcast <laughs> with a ten year old girl. Is this a bad time to announce my new podcast? <laughs> makeup Squad. Makeup Squad. Yeah, you should like imagine. Yeah, I, I mean. I didn't even think of that you bring a girl to the fucking, you know, this is I my mean, tr- that would be even it's my friend. <laughs> my friend. No grown man's allowed to have a friend. Who's a child. Michael a Jackson child. tried that. Michael Jackson tried that. But he even still more had guys. If it was like 12 girls, uh, people probably wouldn't let that happen. You have to be gay. You'd have a to be gay. Stra- yeah, a straight guy with. But it's like, what dream world are these people living in? I mean, literal dream world where. There's no way this makes people less hostile. It kind of, it obviously just fucking, you know, makes people hate each other and stuff like that. But the, uh. I was thinking there's about a 20 year window that might go down as like the least racist era in history. Because if you think about it, every country in the history of time, everyone's been racist. Every society, if you go to China, they're fine way to be racist. It's pretty inherent. It's inherent. So everyone's been racist, except for like North America and the Western world between like maybe 1990 to 2010, maybe was almost like. I'm not saying it's not racist. I'm saying it might be the least racist. I mean, right now is the least racist. No, I don't think so. I think 10 uh, years ago was the least racist. Uh, Dude, uh, what do you mean? Are, there's literally like racial well, but turmoil the pro- in this country. Well, I get... No, there's always been racial turmoil. I think it was more bubbling under the... Like, it, it depends who you ask. If you ask any sort of minority group, they'll be like, no, it's less racist than it was Depends. No, I, I mean, I, that was not true. Even if you ask them, they would go, racism's at an all-time high. That was like the Donald Trump... I guess, That was like yeah. the talking point there. So like, both w- kinds of racism... But you'd be like worse than the 1800s? No, I didn't say that, though. No, I no, said no, no, no. I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying those people. Of course they wouldn't. Yeah. I, oh, I see what you're saying. They, they, because they would be hyperbolic, being like, they would say it's, it's never been high. worse. Yeah, that's that's the gist. Yeah, and you go, obviously not. But I think they would say that it's worse than 15 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I don't know. Because so, I remember hearing about like people complaining about like affirmative action or something. Like It's a common thing. And like since I was... 10 I'll just where say, I don't even in remember. my opinion whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that there was a pocket for that little bit where there was more racial harmony than probably ever in history interesting I wonder if there's a way to well no because everyone can make their own argument mm-hmm. I mean I, I, I that's what I would say and uh but I just wanted to ra- this one is just making me laugh so much like it was a paper that was going around that so this is in the journal of American psychoanalytic association and it's pretty so basically it's the problem with whiteness which is i don't know there's like the the basically the idea is like whiteness is a oh this is what i thought you paid for 
this makes me laugh so much. Oh, yeah. But it says, so this is, you suffer. This is a condition that B and you both suffer from. Whiteness is a condition that one first acquires. It's a malignant, parasitic-like condition <laughs> to watch. White people have particular susceptibility. Um, so uh, a parasitic whiteness renders its host's appetites voracious, insatiable, and perverse. Sounds like fucking uh, Jackie Childs from uh, <laughs> Seinfeld. It's voracious, pervasive. <laughs> it's insatiable. It's voracious. <laughs> interchangeable. Interchangeable perversity. <laughs> it is atrocious. It's atrocious. Voracious. <laughs> Parasitic whiteness renders host appetites voracious, insatiable. Parasitic, <laughs> apathetic. <laughs> It's totally jagged. Or what's that other guy that yeah. I always like? Uh, the fucking black Fer- guy. Farrakhan? No, no, no. The he Andrew um um Dyson Clay. Andrew Dyson Clay. Oh, Michael Dyson. <laughs> Michael Dyson. Michael Dyson Clay. <laughs> Michael Dyson Clay. Michael. What's uh Michael Dyson Clay? Hickory dickory dock. <laughs> Hickory dickory dock. Hickory dickory dock was insatiable, <laughs> voracious. Uh, there was that one saying I used to always say, but he goes. He goes, uh, it was like it's the equivalent of saying like indubitably. Indubitably, yeah. But like, because I was the white professors are the the aff- aforementioned uh, parabolic. They all, they love the yeah, big yeah, words, right? It's, it's the, the pre- child, preacher. Like it's the preacher talk. It's the preacher talk. It's like kind of bouncy, like. That's so funny. You're right. It is insatiable. That, but the the thing is, so they go. It's a parasitic like condition. These deformed appetites particularly target non-white people. So you're, <laughs> I just love the idea of like telling your mom, like you know, you infected me with this parasite. <laughs> Get it out of me. They need to have a whiteness exorcism. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen though, because like, whiteness exorcism. There will be whiteness exorcism. Get it out of me. <laughs> There's gonna be dumb kids who probably like kill themselves over this yeah, stuff. Though. Like so. if this keeps going, like if they have the parasite in. Well, them. if they just have like you know they're kind of weak brain children, and you know, and then they just keep being told well, that they they're have... they are a literal virus. Well, they are a literal virus. They I know, but then they like you know Daniel. they buy into this, and then they want to be all woke, and they're like, well, what's woker than me killing myself? That would be the ultimate woke. It is the ultimate wokeness. Is kill That's yourself. The ultimate. <laughs> You're right, though. It is the ultimate in being woke is just remove, remove yourself. yourself from the planet. Yeah, get rid of yourself. Turn yourself into fucking fertilizer, organic fertilizer. Like, what could be more <laughs> to woke? To get rid of your voracious yes. intensity <laughs> parasitic Perversity! That is sort of you with stocks, though. You just have an insatiable greed for more. <laughs> you're never satisfied. Right. Is there any amount of money that you could make on the stock market where you'd be satisfied? No, it's just a game. No, it's you're insatiable. <laughs> I don't even do anything with parasitic. it. Parasitic. I literally <laughs> made, I made a bunch of money yesterday on, this, on Bitcoin, and then my girlfriend she's like are you excited i'm like no i'm not doing anything with it i don't know yeah i, I hear that um, <laughs> i'm like i don't know no um but also it the idea of like that success is like parasitic whiteness like do you think kevin hart has like a case of parasitic whiteness <laughs> like, just because he's successful yeah, yeah he yeah. has all the traits of a parasitic whiteness. parasitic whiteness it's infected him <laughs> <laughs> like he basically is a white guy he's the, he's just the host um, once established, these appetites are nearly impossible to eliminate. That's what <laughs> they're impossible to eliminate. Effective treatment uh, consists of psychic and social historical intervention. So you have a whiteness intervention. Oh, I love the idea <laughs> that, that you have to go away to like a rehab for this. Well, they—that's what Lakeem Martin's doing. But I'm saying, like, if you were like in a, like a, like you send your kid away 
like to outpatient. They make them have rapper and they're like, you got to stop wearing these khaki shorts. It's funny too, because the Lockheed Martin people having their whiteness intervention, they're like, I'm not, what do you mean? I'm too white. And the guy, they probably do have, the guy's like, I have golf at 4 p.m. Can we we slot this in? Can I just finish listening to my Michael Bolton? I mean, all those guys, you know, where I had like after they probably played a round before they, (laughs) before they had to do this shit. You're too white training. You're too white training. Yeah. 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 But they wanted to finish in time for the, (laughs) you know, uh, late night one Bud Light. <laughs> Such, so they go. So if they do do those trainings, um, when remembered and represented, the savage, this the ra- uh, this the ravages wreaked by the chronic condition. So the ravages wreaked by your whiteness can function either as a warning. Oh, this is if it works, or as a temptation for you tempted to be white again. Like you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. you look at the dance floor and you're like, if I'm tempted not to dance. Memorialization alone, therefore, is no guarantee against regression. So there is no, there go, there's no permanent cure. So there's no permanent cure for whiteness. But uh, unfortunately, I know what you were thinking. Like you thought the end of this was going to be a cure. I thought it was going to be a big your- old <laughs> can of shoe polish. <laughs> we got, we got it. Problem solved. Preposterous. <laughs> Preposterous. In- I'm trying to find the author of this thing. Um. It was a it was a guy. I I do know that it was a guy, but so anyways, uh, you got a parasite in your body, and it's growing inside your bones, (laughs) and the feeling (laughs) is multiplying. You're the one that I want. (laughs) You want to get rid of it though, yeah. So. You because I want to know if this guy's white. I think he is too. Which is it that, sounds like a white guy. Yeah, it is. It's an old white guy. Which that is like even. Oh, he's from New York City. We should try and get him on the pod. Get this guy on the pod. To Be tell like, us tell us about our whiteness. No, come with your tricks and like to uh, do a um, uh, the exorcism of our whiteness. <laughs> they <laughs> purge the whiteness from your body. <laughs> That's so. That was uh, the gist of that. Anyways, the, we, should, uh, we should try to get him on here. Um, so just want to say, by the way, if you are, uh, thank you to everyone who's been subscribing to the Patreon. And I think that people like the new studio and we're still building. We're going to get more cameras. Yeah, yeah, and we, yeah. I, we're, we, I just hired a guy, Tony, who's this guy fucking, he's doing some uh, clipping and stuff like that. For So do follow the Clips channel. Right now, there's almost 40 extra episodes on the Patreon. So if you do want to join, it's five bucks a month. And Good deal. Yeah. And then an extra episode every week. And there'll be one today as well. They come out right after the normal episode comes out. Send articles to the boys cast with Ryan Long at gmail.com. This weekend, we are in Nashville at Zany's. And next weekend, catch us in New York City. New York. And the tickets have been moving pretty good for that. So make sure you They get are it. flying. New York. New York. Peace. Peace. Peace.